0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Her, a short story by Robert Fairhead. It's a warm, sunny day and I'm strolling along Brighton Promenade during my lunch break. Seagulls are circling and squawking for my chips, and sunlight shimmers on the blue-green English Channel. I look away from the bright horizon and see her walking towards me. Her gaze is seaward too, but then she looks straight ahead and sees me. We stop and stare at each other, separated by twenty metres and twenty years. I take a faltering step, and she turns and runs onto the shingled beach. Stop, I shout and dash after her throwing the chips to the seagulls and jumping from the promenade, but I twist my ankle landing on the uneven shingles. She's running to the sea, and I'm hobbling after her, wincing from the pain in my ankle. The crowd on the beach parts for her, as if forming an honour guard, and she reaches the shoreline well before me. She pauses to glance over her shoulder. Stop, please, I call to her, but she looks away and wades into the gentle waves. I pick up my pace, but the shifting shingles and my ankle hinder me and the crowd is now milling and blocking my path. Excuse me, excuse me, I say, threading my way through the bodies on the beach. By the time I reach the shoreline, she is waist deep in the water and pushing further out. I follow her. Despite the warm day, the sea is bitingly cold, but it dulls my throbbing ankle, and I stride through the shallows and dive in to swim to her. When I surface, my head hurts from the icy sea, and hers is bobbing on the water. She turns to face me. Why? I call out, but she doesn't answer and slides silently beneath the swell. I dive and breaststroke frantically to save her. The briny water stings my eyes, however it is clear and I can see her descending feet first towards the depths. I reach out to her and our fingers touch. I grasp her hand and pull her to me. Time stands still as instead of surfacing we hug and drift as if floating in space enveloped and buoyed by the sea and our embrace. And then she kisses me, full on the lips. I close my eyes and savour her kiss, and when I open them again, her body is gone. I wake with a start, my heart racing, and face damp with sweat and tears. Darkness stretches before me. My eyesight gradually adjusts, and I recognise the bedroom and my wife's silhouette sleeping soundly beside me. I lay back and stare at the shadows on the ceiling, replaying my dream, and wish for a guilty moment she and her were one. Hi, I'm Robert Fairhead from Tall and True Shortreads and the Tall and True Writer's website. I was living in England in 1992 when I had a dream that felt so real it reminded me of the 3rd century BC Chinese philosopher, Chuang Chow. One night Chow dreamed he was a butterfly, fluttering hither and thither, enjoying itself to the full of its bent, unaware he was Chow. When Chow woke, he was himself again, but after that he observed... I do not know whether I was then a man dreaming I was a butterfly, or whether I am now a butterfly dreaming I am a man. I've never dreamed of being a butterfly, but I have had vivid dreams of flying, unaided, sitting on a bus, naked, and standing dumbstruck on stage, because I didn't learn my lines. And I've also dreamed of visits from departed family and friends, even a dear old dog. The experience always feels real, and evokes real emotions. It was the same for my dream in 1992. When I woke, I was confused about where I was and whether what I had dreamed had happened. Was it a dream or a memory? At the time, I was experimenting with form in my writing and I used the dream to write Her. It's part reality. I lived and worked in brighton and part fiction. I was 30 when I wrote Her and any relationship from 20 years ago would have been a school-ground romance. But mostly, Her is a surreal interpretation of my vivid dream. It's unlikely Chow was a butterfly who dreamed he was a philosopher, and I've never followed an old flame into the English channel. I hope you enjoyed my short dream. The next episode of Tall and True Short Reads will be in your podcast feed shortly. In the meantime, check your feed to make sure you haven't missed any of the earlier episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it via your favourite listening app. And don't forget to tell your family and friends about Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True website.